Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, let's go, Arnie. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. How are you doing, man? Did you have a good I'm week? Good. good weekend? Doing, how was your Easter today, my friend? How did it go? Good. Good. It was It was a day of really um, nothingness for us, to be honest with you. I did the old carryout for a, a kind of a big brunch, lunch, if you will, right? And uh, we sat around and we ate and we hid eggs and we napped. And when is your quarantine TV. done? When are you done out there? When every time it gets, we're supposed to be done, it gets added on to even longer. <laughs> so I don't feel comfortable going all Mike Gundy on you and giving a date. Uh, but it's supposed to be April 30th is the oh, okay, last so update. You're, got okay, extended. okay. So you're you're like 15 days before us here in Vermont. We're we're May 15th, so we've got an extra extra 15 days to quarantine. Now again, let me be very clear here. Yeah. Maybe I ignored the last extension just to hope that this thing would be over sooner, Arnie. But as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, all you have to do is visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I understand that we're in challenging times, right? and and I understand that everyone is trying to maximize their creativity to come up with ways to, to entertain us and draw back in sports. So I'm curious... When can we? I mean, is it okay to complain? I just I feel bad because I feel like oh, if I complain, I'm being ungrateful. Go ahead, yeah, get right at it. Go ahead. Okay, here's the good. Yeah, the good is what CBS did today. 
See, and what NASCAR has done, CBS took the Masters, re-ran it, and who did you have there giving you perspective and insight? I don't know how much you watched of it today, Arnie. You had Tiger Zero. Woods. You had Tiger Woods. Yeah. You had Jim Nance from his home. And they would, hey, Tiger, what was going through your mind here? And as you're watching it, he's giving you, I thought that was awesome. NASCAR, with what it's done with making iRacing almost like it's real racing. Now, granted, they didn't have it today. They had Indy Racing League, which was crazy. But that's good. Arnie, the horse competition might have been the worst thing I've ever watched in the history of television. Thoughts? <laughs> Thoughts? Was, first of all, it was giving me a headache the way they were doing it. It really was. It was like, you know, uh, obviously, I, well, I don't know, it, was, uh, it wasn't Skype or Zoom. I don't know what it was. Um, but It, it looked like they were FaceTiming. I don't know, but it was giving me a headache. Chris, <laughs> when, I, when I put up my, my videos of me playing full-court basketball, um, that's actually a lot better than than what you're watching on TV. I, Arnie, I I never I get agree complaints. with you. I know. I I, I maybe get complaints <laughs> about the game, but I never get complaints. Gee, it's grainy, or you know, you, you're not center, you're not focused. It's breaking up. Look, it, I, it's a good idea in theory. We were starving for sports, so I'm going to give you an A for at least coming up with the idea, but the effort, um, it just wasn't pulled off. I, I mean, I didn't like the people that have participated in it. I I certainly didn't like the way it was giving me a headache, shaking all around. Um, it, it really didn't keep my interest. Um, look, like I said, they gave it a try, Chris, but I, I just didn't get into it. See, that's what I'm saying is uh, I feel bad. Because I don't want to hate on anything right now. I'll right. give you, for instance, right. I was talking about this. Don Brown's in tonight in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Lead lap as always. Steve DeSager on updates. And I was telling the guys before we went on the air, I, my, my lunch today, I went to a place to pick up this big brunch lunch thing, spent 100 bucks on it, and they told us when to pick it up, and I waited outside for an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. So, I, right, and I saw people that came. So I don't want to complain because I'm like, oh, man, it's tough. But it's not. that's not good, right? That's not good customer service. Right. So I, when I'm watching this, I don't want to complain because I understand where we are. I get it. But, man, it's bad enough. Don't show it to me twice. I'm having to watch Alabama and Arkansas. What are you doing? It was an adjunct <laughs> failure, and you're out there showing it to us two times. What are they doing right now? And they've got it watching, on the bottom line. I thought I was watching Yo! MTV Cribs or something. Oh. You, you got to see you know, their backyards, a little bit about their house. Um, by the way, is Paul Pierce allowed to have a – Celtic logo in his house in Los Angeles isn't that is that allowed I don't know why you're allowed to do that you know uh, I just I, I think there's certain times where as you're going through it replays are better than some things I mean if you it's okay to show me some old games I mean obviously not everyone is going to watch it but let's be real honest Arnie the numbers for these replay games aren't necessarily making clients run out and say "Ooh, I need to advertise in that right now so with that in mind Thumbs up, right? A-plus for effort, self-high-five, even though I guess it would be a distance, self-social distancing high-five from six feet away. I think that's probably going to be the last we'll talk about oh. horse here tonight. They're getting the ripped show. all over Twitter, though. People are just like, oh, this sucks. It's no good. I haven't seen like one, not even one positive comment. Um, like I said, look, it, people are starving for sports. I thought, I, you know, I made sure I actually tuned in when 7 o'clock Eastern came around. I'm like, oh, oh the horse thing is starting. Let me see right. what that's all about. Um, and I'm like, really? Is this the best picture they're going to be able to give? I go, I hope there's, I hope, I hope things kind of straighten out. I mean, really, the, the videos I give of me playing basketball when I do TV from my house on Skype, it's a lot better than that. So I, I was hoping, I don't know what I was hoping for, but I, hoping for something better than that.
I know, and maybe that's on me, and maybe that's on us, but uh, thumbs up for effort, F-minus for execution. Paul writes in, I watched about two minutes of Horse on ESPN and hated every second of it. Happy Eastern. Uh, Jonathan gets, MGM John gets in early and says, the horse competition looked like an early 2000s commercial for a video game. Well played, gentlemen. Well played. Keep them coming all night long. It looks so like the, I was watching video from the Babe Ruth era or something like that. You know, that, you know that's the funny thing too is now the early two thousands. They're making the videos look like they came from the forties. I mean, it was only like twenty years ago. People, calm down. Uh, take tonight. We got a big show, and uh, my man John Middlecoff is coming on. He's been killing it on the podcast front. And if you're in any way, shape, or form a listener to this show. You know that I have a healthy obsession with NFL draft news. Oh, notes, you have a lot of tidbits. news, big boy. Oh, boy. I just want—I just want to make this very clear. Yeah, I, I, I am available next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday if Fox Sports Radio needs anything. I'm just throwing it out there. Got a little free time on my hands right now. You're and dying I'm to be involved, aren't you? You're just uh, dying to be involved. I'm basically sitting here begging, is what I'm doing on the air. But John Middlecoff's coming up in a, in about twenty. Well, heck, less than that. What am I talking about? Ten minutes from now, and then next hour, James Rampian going to join us he's in Cincinnati and we'll figure out whether or not this is a slam dunk with Joe Burrow which I think both of us agree that it is a slam dunk right now but we'll get James a take on slam that slam dunk on him going to Cincinnati Rapine. or him Sorry, being James the number one him being the, the the number one pick or him going to Cincinnati Burrow Ooh, I see what you did there, Arnie Spanier. Yeah, you like I that, see huh? what you did yeah. there. So we'll ask James Rapine coming up a little bit later on in the show and get his perspective on it, as well as your tweets and everything you want to do on the show tonight. Y'all sitting around listening to us. I'm at Plank Show. Follow along throughout the night at Stinking Genius One, and everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. But before I drag you into my draft world, Arnie, yes. before we talk about every other theory that's out there about when sports can and should return, I've got to ask about kind of a little piece of low-hanging fruit here that I didn't really hear you talk about too much last night with Aaron Torres, and I know is now that we sit here on a Sunday night into a Monday morning is a little bit of old news. So here we go. What was the reaction in your neck of the woods in Patriot country to Tom Brady's interview with Stern this week? You know, I, well, just yeah, obviously we're up here in the Northeast. I'm in Vermont. We carry all the Red Sox games, all the Patriot games, all the Bruin games, um, you know, all the Celtic games out here. So we're very Boston intensive. Uh, first of all, you're not. It's it's the most open I've heard of Tom Brady, um, in, in ever. To be honest with you, he could not talk like that when Belichick was around. So, um, I certainly give him credit for that. Uh, some people tended to rip him a little bit and try to, you know, overanalyze him. I just thought it was very telling. I thought it was great that um, he was able to speak openly and honestly. Um, I liked what he said about the letter he got from Giselle. But I thought it was positive for him to go on Howard Stern. I, th- I, th- I thought it was great that um, he had that interview. I, I was kind of surprised that some people were sh- mad about that. I don't think anyone was really mad, but surprised by it. He's been a huge Stern fan forever. Yeah. I mean, the Crafts, Robert Kraft, actually gave one of Stern's producers, whatever you want to call Richard, he gave him one of their producers like 50-yard line seats to the Super Bowl because his Chiefs were there. I mean, this is not only a, a guy in Brady, but the people around him that love that show. So I wasn't surprised that he went on, but I dug it, Arnie. I, I, I thought it was cool to hear, and I loved what Colin Coward said. He has the same problems that we do, right? He's getting his wife. Wife's getting on him for not spending more time with his family. (laughs) And and I did. So I'm kind of surprised that you didn't want to lead with this tonight. 
Because it had to be, for me, a huge gut punch and a huge kind of accepting that I was wrong. Because basically, all the tea leaves and all the little hints that you were reading into, and I told you, no, no, stop it. Who cares that he sold his home? Who cares that he's moving here? Who cares about how he's acted in his postgame show? Arnie, he knew he was done before the season even started, which I found to be the most fascinating thing for Tom Brady and what came out of that interview last Wednesday. You know, we I don't remember when we said this, but when you do go back and look at the timeline, I mean, first of all, you all you have to do is look at Tom's father, who said right. this will not end well for Tom. Um, and he said that, what, five, six, seven, how many years ago? Mm-hmm. He knew right there and then. He was smart enough to know. You know, he didn't know the exact um, departure. We just kind of shrugged it off at the time, right? Well, you know, he's got a long time to go. Um, but I think Tom Brady knew when they didn't want to give him the two-year extension last year, before last year's run, um, and they only wanted to give him the one-year deal, that that was going to be his final year. The writing was on the wall there. And then, of course, that's why he sold the house and Guerrero sold his house and um, and all the other trickle-down effects. I think that's where it all started. I, I found it fascinating just to kind of see and hear the openness and obviously the the fact that maybe there weren't – I don't know how to phrase it. There weren't as many teams – involved with Tom is maybe we thought, listen, I, I'm a, I'm a big stern listener. By the way, uh, we are on XM Sirius XM channel 83 and I love Howard, but he knows nothing about sports and couldn't care less about sports. So when he was pushing him on the Raiders, I found that interesting because I thought Tom Brady basically said, Hey, they weren't really interested in me, which I thought should have been a shock to many people, but then I got to read an article about how Cam Newton should go to the Raiders, but whatever. (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind, but no, Arnie, I kind of found it interesting that it really seemed as if it came down to two teams and the Buccaneers and the chargers and that it almost seemed as if he was kind of selling himself to both teams. And I know that Jason Light had alluded to that a little bit earlier, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers general manager, but I thought it was really good. I I, I don't think there's going to be too many hard feelings. I don't think anyone comes away angry unless the Patriots go 0-16 this year, though they would still end up with Trevor Lawrence, which would make some people happy. Oh, but jeez. Oh, my I don't, I don't know. I, 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 did, I just felt like it was, it's been pretty good closure throughout this process so far. But again, I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. I'm more worried about whether or not there's a tornado rolling through here tonight than I am about Tom Brady. So I was just curious from a perception perspective, no one really lost their minds or got too carried away with it last no. week, right? No, well, no, no. I, I, it was mostly positive. I mean, I've read a few good. articles about, um, you know, when he said that he didn't see color, and then there was an article by SB Nation staff. They didn't put their name on it. That kind of ripped them for that. And there was a few other little ones, but for the most part, I thought it was positive. My gosh, we'll find I will find the craziest things to complain about. But then Did again, you see what do we, that? Did, I don't oh, know if yeah. you saw that article. They were ripping yeah. him for that. I, I saw that. All right. Well, we'll we'll dive into more of what Tom had to say coming up a little bit later on. John Middlecoff's next. That's going to be more draft focused, and obviously, we got a lot of news and notes from the NBA. And listen, we're we're going to get into it later. But I thought you and Aaron had a fascinating conversation last night on Fox Sports Radio, and it centered around. Will you be open and ready to go back to games? And I don't right. know how you felt about that, Arnie, but I found it kind of fascinating to see how we're just about split between people that are like ready to go, I'll get back to games, and then another faction that's like, nope, going to be not until we get a vaccine before I'm ever going to go back to a game. 
I asked, I, I, well, I said, Aaron, if you don't do, if you don't say yes to these four things and I'll give them to you later on, then you're not going back to a game. And I went through each one of them and he said yes to all four. And he said, yes, he would go back to a game. But if you say no to any one of the four things, then you're not going to go back for a while, I believe. Well, we'll dive into that coming up on a busy night. Plus, the NBA's plans, do we have a window to discuss? And Major League Baseball continues to come up with some unique potential opportunities in bringing back baseball. But when we come back, let's talk NFL Draft with John Middlecoff. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. John Middlecoff joins us right now. You hear him on the Three and Out podcast. That's on the Herd Podcast Network. A great show as well, too, with this guy, Guy Haberman. Uh, John, first and foremost, are you hearing people becoming more comfortable with the virtual setting? I mean, are, are GMs and coaches starting to accept it, or will we continue to get blowback up until the draft is not only going on but over? Yeah, I think now everyone's accepted it and just kind of the eye on the prize and this week for sure is going to be a big time to kind of hone in, you know, the, the process. So to make sure you don't have technical difficulties, who's going to be where. But I, I think, you know, football people more than any, especially coaching, uh, and the coaching staff plays a big role in the draft process. 
they don't spend too much time. Like once you give them the new setup, they just adapt. You know, it's happened with CBAs and practices get cut and short weeks. And once they're told, you know, because at the end of the day, they're just kind of employees, right? Even the GMs that get told by the owners who kind of tell Goodell what to do, and this is above their pay grade. So to me, once your owner tells you it's not going to get changed, I, you know, I don't know what good it does to stay pissed off, you know, I'd say more than 24 hours. I still think they should do it like auto draft, like fantasy draft does. Just go ahead, hit the computer, just say auto draft whoever, and see who they get. That would at the be end. that would be that would make great TV. Or or, <laughs> or, or like a like like maybe in the fifth round, you know, pick a fan out of a hat and let him uh, make a pick. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I would love to see that. All right, John, you tell me which most likely of all the rumors do you think there's a, a possibility? Like Cincinnati getting rid of the number one pick, or that the Patriots are trading up to get a quarterback, or the Dolphins really may move up to number three, or the Lions are going to go ahead and trade that number three pick, or maybe the Redskins won't take uh, Young. I mean, which Out of all those rumors, I mean, which one is most likely to happen? Yeah, I'd say... If Cincinnati traded out of the number one pick, that'd be one of the crazier draft day stories ever, you know, just given that Joe Burrow's a lock number one. I think the Patriots mortgaging whatever they'd have to mortgage to move way up would be pretty unlikely, too. I mean, you just look at Belichick's history. Now, if one of these guys fall, like the one scenario I could see is Herbert going above Tua, whether that's the Dolphins or the Chargers trading up a couple spots to get him. Uh, and maybe Tua, again, there's a lot of unknown with the tip. I know the the video that came out of this pro day looked good. But we already know he can throw. To me, it's not even about, like, the hip in the short term. This is why doctors go to school for however long, a lot longer than us three. Yeah. So th- they can see things. And sometimes it's about maybe a guy's a one-contract uh, one to- one player. And if there's anything like that, it kind of spreads like wildfire, and maybe he falls a little bit. Then maybe if Belichick, as he's so tight with Saban and he's drafted Alabama guys, he likes SEC, you know, big program guys, maybe he would make a move up to get him. But I would say the only thing that quote unquote crazy that I've just heard talking to buddies that don't even have teams that need quarterbacks is that you can justify if the injury. If you're not comfortable with the injury, Herbert being picking him above uh, Tua by Loa. You know, uh, John Middlecoff's our guest. John, I'm a diehard listener of the Three and Out podcast. And when you talk about GMs, I'm curious. Dave Gettleman's never drafted an offensive tackle. He, he likes to get his hog mollies later. The Lions GM, even though he's rarely been, for a short amount of time, been a GM, has never traded a first-round pick. How much do you put into when you're evaluating what might happen with the draft, the history of the general manager, and especially with the Giants, given they need offensive line help, but that's never been Dave Gettleman's M.O.? Yeah, I'd say with Quinn in Detroit, I have to look up when he got hired, but he hasn't been there that long. 16, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, his sample size would be pretty small. Dave Gettleman's now been running a team for with the Giants and the Panthers for a long period of time, and I think there's a stat. I don't know I, I, off the top of my head if he's ever traded or he's never traded up. So I'm pretty sure he's never traded up. So he's just not – he doesn't really wheel and deal. He just kind of sits there and he takes his guy – now, when you say his history of never taking offensive linemen, I think you have to look back at the drafts and the players he's taken. I mean, just like last year, for example, he did take a quarterback. And I know we could argue over if he took him too high, but 
he took his quarterback. And then he took a really good defensive tackle at 17. Now, should he have taken a nose tackle at 17? That's up for debate. But there, the last couple of years, there really hasn't been a good offensive line, uh, especially not many offensive like tackles in the draft. It's, it's kind of been now a two- or three-year period where the offensive linemen have not been coming in the league. That's what's so great about this draft is it's got four or five guys that go in the first round. And that, that just, I think, yeah, last year when the Eagles took Andre Dillard, you know, they, it was, that was in the early 20s. And then the Texans, a couple picks later, took the Howard kid, the small school guy, they got out of Alabama State. Now we're talking about tackles going, you know, multiple guys worth top 10 value. So it probably makes it easier if you go, yeah, Gettleman could take one. Now, he could also take Isaiah Simmons who you know, some might think is going to be a transcendent defensive player in the league for 15 years. It would be hard to crush him if he took Simmons over a tackle. You know, John, I feel like i got to play BS or no BS um, when it comes to the draft. Uh, is Jordan Love from Utah State, the quarterback, is this guy climbing into the top ten? Is that much interest going on with this guy, or what's happening? Yeah, to- I, after the combine, back uh, pre-quarantine, and we lived in a kind of a normal world, I would have said, yeah, he's, he's got a chance because he would have been a guy when everyone goes to the – it's not just the pro days. You can send your coaches to do private workouts. So you can send an offensive, offensive coordinator, a quarterback coach, your, uh, you know, your GM can go, and you can just put them through your own personal workouts. I think that's the area where Jordan Love would have just wowed people. And we can argue whether it's stupid or not that that changes your stock. But I think that would have helped him a lot. I actually think this discrepancy, or I mean this this limited time that he has, and now you have limited information to go off with him of just the case you haven't been able to get your hands off on him, you haven't been able to go to him and work with him and just see how he learned in person. Now, you've been able to do it over Zoom, but that's clearly going to be different for coaches than an in-house. There's a reason when you interview someone, you do it in person, not, not virtually most of the time. Uh, you know, for hiring them for a job. And that's the reason most of these teams meet these players beforehand. And the guys that they're going to draft high, like in the top ten, especially quarterbacks, you'd bring them to your facility, you would go to wherever he is. And I ended up thinking he's going to not go in the top ten. And a big reason why is this, you know, the last month and a half of just not being able to deal with the process. You went through a list on your podcast about who you felt like that the COVID-19 hurt and who would help. Would you? I, I think it would probably throw Jordan Love into that group that it really hurt, right? Not being able to have these one-on-one meetings and several others, I think, in that quarterback position too, right? There's also two ways to look at it, right? Like if right. he would have gone in the top ten, maybe he would have gone to a crappy team. Right. Instead, maybe he kind of gets the, uh, you know, the Aaron Rodgers treatment. Maybe, you know, maybe he falls in the 20s. Maybe he ends up with the Patriots, you know, in the early 20s, or you know, a team like that. So some, I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. Did it suck on draft night to go 32nd? For sure. No. <laughs> two, two years later, do you think he regrets being where he's at? No chance, because he's in the best situation out of the out of the five of them. Uh, I mean, look at Josh Rosen, who went 10 in his career, has been thrown for a loop, and it feels like he's closer to being out of the league. Baker Mayfield, for as great as it was to go one overall, he's with the Browns. You know, now he's got more money than Lamar, but you start winning MVPs, you start winning in the league, you can make up that money pretty fast off the field, and he'll get a huge contract in a couple of years. So sometimes falling, I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers. Look at guys like, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo once upon a time. Now, he fell a lot farther, but in the second round, you just have the opportunity to go to good teams. And I think a position more than any, and we, I mean, we know this, it's, it's common knowledge. Like, 
if you're a great defensive lineman, you can be a great defensive lineman with a five-win team or 12-win team. At quarterback, you, you need multiple things, good organization, a good coach, uh, talent around you, a good offensive scheme, a lot of things that are out of your control. So falling sometimes in the draft is not the worst thing. Great point. John, uh, looking forward to the pods this week. Always appreciate your time and uh, enjoy what I think is going to be another crazy week of rumors and stay safe, bud. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy the night, fellas. Happy Easter. See you. Thanks, you John. too, man. That's John Middlecoff. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. James Rapone's coming up next hour. We'll try to get a little insight as to whether or not the Bengals yep. could be looking to move off the and, number one spot. You seem all in on that right now. By the way, great question by Steve on Twitter. We'll have to answer. It may take us hours. I don't know. Oh, go ahead. What is well, it? Well, he says, stinking genius. Uh, what will uh, Alabama football and the rest of the SEC do with no non-conference games against some multi-directional school or little sister of the poor school <laughs> looking for a handout or beatdown? <laughs> you know, that's one thing that really, really could change. I'm not kidding. Uh, I mean, that, and I'm not just saying it because Steve's picking on Bama. But <laughs> if you start thinking, and, and again, we're looking at disaster theories, right? If, if we get to a situation in 
July. I think Lincoln Riley said a couple of weeks ago, if we're not back on campus by July 1, I think that's going to be very telling. Now, that's not him going Mike Gundy and saying, we'll test the guys and we'll be back in on May 1st. That's not what he's saying. He's just saying it would be very telling yeah. if that were the well, case. So, Chris, I, and I think what he meant to say was, and I don't want to put words in his mouth. Go ahead. We look, we, we could fit, you know, do with not do without. Let me rephrase this. We can go without the NBA, the NHL, private entities, private guys that own these teams. Universities can't go without that money that college football brings in. That money is desperately needed. So if we can't start on time, I think what they'll do is maybe get rid of the non-conference games. But make no mistake about it, option two has got to be playing this thing in the spring because, like I said, they need that money, not just for the football program. It funds just about all the sports on, on, on these in these colleges, plus also non-athletic scholarships and stuff like that. They need that money. True. I, again, I work on a, well, I don't work on a college campus. I think as many of us, I work from home right now. Right. But it's my opinion. This is my opinion. And if anyone in power is listening and thinks it's wrong, they can hit me up on my super, what what does Petros call it? The super secret textoso line, if they will. Okay. I don't think there's a scenario out there where we would play less than 12 regular season games. So if if you're okay. laying – and again, I'm not saying I'm right. This is my theory from just kind of the, the research I've done and the handful of people that you know I've talked to over the years. Not this, this time, Arnie, but over the years. I don't think there is a scenario where you hear anyone come out and go, all right, here's what we're going to do. Everyone's in, in agreement here. We're just going to play our 10 conference games or nine conference games, whatever it is. I don't think you're going to see that. Uh, I, I think you're going to see if it happens to be in the spring, they're going to play all 12. That's just my opinion. And it's, it might sound smart now or it might sound logical now, but Arnie, I don't think there's going to be a situation where they're going to risk anything. Uh, and and if it ends up and might end up with some awesome double headers, if you think about it, hey, this morning Arizona and UCLA on the gridiron, and then tonight the Wildcats square off against Kansas in college basketball. I mean, you really could end up with some pretty cool double headers, but I I don't see a scenario where they'll cut games. Am I am I crazy? Um, I, look, I think they would go ahead and do it the out of the non conference games, but. Um, make no mistake about it, to move a whole football season to the spring, I think they'd do without the non-conference games first before they think mm. about that. And, you know, cut your know, losses. Dude. Cut your losses, Chris. That's what you got to do. What's what, what are you losing? And when you You're say cut your losses. I'm saying lose the non-conference games instead of moving the whole damn season. So, is so it, do you is think it, fewer people would come to games in spring than they would in the fall? Because by the spring, I'm just no. – I'm, I'm, yeah. you, you do or you don't. I don't think few, I don't I don't think fewer people are going to come. I think more people will come because there'll be more time to get acclimated to what's happening. Then I, how are you cutting I, losses? You're still well, making all your money all from about, your gate. It's all about the TV money. I'm saying, and I think I think if you keep it going on time, right the way it is now. Whoa, uh, yeah. hold, hold up. There's so many schools that are much more reliant on making sure that they get butts in seats. Now, really? don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't, the TV revenue matters. But are you telling me if we shift this to the spring that suddenly TV networks are going to be less interested? Sure, there's going to be some juggling they have to do, right? But I don't think that that they would take less money, right? I don't know. I'm just I, I'm asking. Yeah, I think there'd be less money to be made. At least I'm assuming that when you have to move a whole football, uh, a whole uh, season. 
to the spring, I mean, that's going to cause some difficulty. It's got to cause some problems there. You've got to lose a lot of money. So what's better, you know, which is which is going to make you more money, losing three conference, uh, three out-of-conference games or moving the entire season? That's okay. what you got to look at. I, 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 but but yeah. I'm very confused right now. If you're going to move 12 games, what are you losing money on? A flight you had to cancel? That's chartered. I mean, you're still going to have tickets. And by that point, maybe more people are comfortable going to the games. TV networks, I'm sure, would shift and adjust. I mean, I just – when you say losing more money by playing all 12 games, say, from a March till – and I don't know what – February to June, whatever it might be, I don't, I don't know, Arnie, if that necessarily would end up in a situation where you would be more – negatively affected financially than if you just cut three games out of your schedule and only played your conference games. That's so if you're, if you're not going to be uh, affected negatively, then why move the whole damn season? Just say, let's go ahead and take as much money as we can. It'll be about the same and do it, you know? Well, I'll tell you what. I think it's going to be a conversation that'll happen quite a bit, but I do think we're a long way from having to make a decision, which is damn good news right now. Listen, the tweets have been great. We'll get to it to kick off next hour. James Rapone's coming up to talk a little bit about what the Bengals might do with the top spot. And when we come back, some wild plans from both the NBA and Major League Baseball about what the leagues might look like and the schedules might look like when we come back. It's Arnie and Plank on a Sunday night on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Hour two. Yes. James Rapine's coming up here in mere moments. I've been excited to talk to him because I'm a fan. And we'll talk about the Bengals and his thoughts on the NFL draft. Good stuff on Twitter. In yeah, fact, you didn't even get to the baseball thing. All I thought you'd be so excited about that. I I, I teased it that we're going to get to it right I here. I know, but I thought you were like all going to be all geeked about it. Actually, uh, I'm just geeked about one thing and one thing only right now, yeah. Arnie. That's the NFL draft. And exactly, I know. Like what happened days. if they would have pushed that back? You would have been crying, huh? I, I. You know what? It's funny. Because I don't think I would have had a problem with it because it would give you more time to overanalyze it, yes, which exactly. I like to do anyway. So I don't uh, think I would have come. Now, I would have been one of those guys that would have been sitting here tonight saying, oh, my gosh, this sucks. We got we need more s- stuff to talk about. But but because the uh, the uh, the draft is in. Well, as soon as we hit. Oh, we just hit midnight on the East Coast. The draft is in 10 days. I'm ready to go. couple wow. of quick tweets, though, before yeah. we get to the. Major League Baseball plan involving what Grapefruit League and Cactus League divisions. Yep. Um, Robert writes, actually, guys, ABC had the NBA Finals between LeBron, Cleveland Cavaliers, and the 73 win Golden State Warriors Game 7. Funny how you mentioned NASCAR, golf with Masters, but failed to mention Game 7 of the NBA. Don't worry, we expect the media hate. Bro, isn't that wow. like the eighth? Isn't that like the eighth time Game Seven has been on between the Warriors and the Cavaliers? Haven't we replayed this series like five times already? So yeah, I, I didn't mention it because it's been on a thousand times. It's like last week when they re-aired the 2006 Rose Bowl between Texas. I guess it was the BCS Championship game between Texas and USC. Oh, and gee, I've everyone- never seen that one again. Exactly. It's Jeez. been re-aired a thousand times before that happened. And you're like, I think this has been on quite a bit. But, yeah, no, we uh, we had a pre-show meeting. And in that pre-show meeting, Arnie said, whatever you do, don't mention the Cavaliers. Don't mention the Warriors <laughs> game seven. What are you doing? Get out of here with that garbage. Oh, um, uh, Eddie writes, by the way, yet again, Chris Paul fails to make at least uh, make it beyond at least round two, even at home. And now that's wow. very funny. 
And a shout out to our man, Mike Burke, who is engineering for us tonight on Fox Sports 640 down in South Florida. Oh. Uh, there's a lot of radio engineers out there along with service workers and obviously the nurses and doctors and those who clean for the nurses and the doctors that are grinding away during this and helping to lead the charge. So, Mike, thank you. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening Absolutely. to the show tonight. So. You, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit geico.com for a free rate quote. You obviously have seen the report by Bob Nightingale yeah, that claimed that Major League Baseball is looking at a myriad of different opportunities for how they might shape the divisions when they return. What Before I lay it all out, what were your initial thoughts on baseball going with different divisions for one year. I wasn't too crazy about it, but then again, you know, I, I don't like spam sandwiches, but if I haven't eaten it in a week and you gave me a spam sandwich, I'm going to eat it like it's a steak. Um, I, I kind of warmed up to the idea because I'm like, okay, at least we got the Arizona half, we got the Florida half. Um, the travel's going to be easy. Not crazy about realigning the divisions, but I understand that. So if we're not going to have fans, doesn't make a difference. You realign the divisions and and you get, and you play baseball like this. I wasn't crazy about it at first. I'm starting to warm up to it though. Except the players are saying that they're not going to be away from their families for three four months and they don't want to do it. So at least some of the players have come out, uh, you know, and said that in the forefront. I, I I warmed up to it. I still would like to get it back somewhat to normal in home stadiums. But if we're not going to have any crowds, this could be a good alternative. Story broke on Friday afternoon. Yeah, And just to kind of give you the background, USA Today's Bob Nightingale, who if you were to put a batting average on his reports, Arnie, yeah, yeah. Well, what about what, maybe right around the Mendoza line? It's been a rough go for Bob Nightingale at times. Anyway, the report says that Major League Baseball has discussed a radical plan that would eliminate the traditional American and National Leagues, and all 30 teams would basically return – well, not basically, they would – return to their spring training sites in Florida and Arizona, playing regular season games only in those two states and without fans to reduce travel. Right. The divisions would be realigned based on the geography of their spring training homes. So you would have a grapefruit league, which would be, you know, one like American League, the Cactus League, which would be the National League. But then there would be three divisions in them that would be all kinds of messed up. Let's just say, for instance, the Cactus League West – would have the Dodgers, White Sox, Reds, Indians, and Angels. How about that? The Grapefruit League North would have the Yankees, Phillies, Blue Jays, Tigers, and Pirates. The Mets division what, is the hardest. The Mets one. Yeah, the one you said that. That's the hardest. Uh, which one's the Mets division? That's the uh, Yankees. The Mets division would be yeah. the Grapefruit League East yeah. with the Nationals, the Astros, the Mets, the Cardinals and the Miami Marlins. Holy smokes. <laughs> That's know. a hard one. I, I don't know. I, I understand that we're trying to do everything we can to get back, and, and I'm going to play what John Paul Morosi said, but I guess right right now this is one of those situations where someone says, all right, no idea is a bad idea. Arnie, what's your thoughts? You know, it's kind of like you're sitting in a big boardroom, hypothetically speaking, or on your Zoom and the uh, Rob Manfred says, okay, no ideas are bad ones. Go ahead. Where do we start? And that might have been one of them that came up. And if we're just playing in Arizona uh, and Florida, is there a such thing as a bad idea right now? Well, but but the only problem is, is Clayton Kershaw brought up, he's not going to be away from his family 
from four months. So doesn't that if, if most of the players are going to think like that, then we can't possibly do that. Then we're going to have to go back to saying, okay, if there's not going to be fans, you'll still play in your home stadiums, but we'll have to travel um, to wherever the games are going to be that weekend. I, I, otherwise, we, we don't have much of a choice if they're not going to go ahead and do the Florida-Arizona uh, thing. Here's what John Paul Morosi, right here on Fox Sports Radio, had to say about Major League Baseball's plans. I am encouraged that MLB and the union have made a couple different ideas, whether it's all 30 teams in Arizona, whether it's 15 in Arizona and 15 in Florida. And then by the time that we assess where things stand in three or four weeks, then they'll have a little better idea of what, based on the public health experts are saying, might actually be viable as an idea to pursue. And, and then one more quick thought, Arnie, yeah. from uh, from JP, John Paul, whenever he talked about whether or not baseball's counting on the season. If we're going to come back and have it be a construct of 30 teams playing for a World Series, then I think the stats should count. The other alternative, and I'll leave you with this, if we can't do a full season but we've got maybe a four- to six-week window in which we could do something, that's where you think about moving to something like a club tournament. Think about European soccer, Copa Italia, FA Cup, the German Super Cup, something like that. So it's a, a big tournament style. It, it takes up six weeks in the summer, almost like a, a, our own version of the Baseball Olympics. Play it then and do the best you can with it and then move on and, and maybe you have to shut it down for the year at that point. But I think that idea, club-style tournament, should be thought of and given a lot of credit to as well. Mm. What do you think of a club-style tournament? What, what exactly is club-style? You mean just like a, a NCAA-type uh, tournament thing? Is that what we're talking about or what? Uh, similar to that, but you know, John Paul's got that hockey and that soccer background. So when you're talking about a club style tournament, Arnie, maybe all all the types of club style tournaments I've always had have been a one day event. (laughs) I think it's going to be a little bit more than that, Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure that everyone's looking all over the world to try to find different ideas for that. They, you know, I, I, I think we got to get baseball back. Um, because if we don't get baseball, then we're really going to start questioning if football is going to be able to go ahead and start on time. Then again, if we're not going to have fans, how do we answer if it's not safe for the fans to come? How can the players play um, when it's not absolutely safe? Or I don't know how to answer that question. You know, we don't know. We don't know right now. And as it stands, you know, we've we've reached the point to where at least we're talking, right? At least we're having conversations about it and feeling better. But, I mean, I, I'm so confused because every week something changes. And it's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. James Rapine's coming up here in just a bit. Because when this first came, obviously we've had a lot of changes since we first had to shut things down. But you and I both thought baseball and maybe even NASCAR might be in a better position because, yeah. what, it's outdoors, right? And now you're looking at outdoor sports. And here in Oklahoma, they've suggested that we wear masks everywhere that we go. I don't know if if, mm. if you've got that as well, too. So. I know that in South Korea we've started to see games come back and you see players wearing masks and it's an adjustment, but is that going to become our new normal, Arnie, to where we're, we're going to have guys in masks whenever they're playing games? And I mean, if we ever get back to the NBA, you would almost think that's going to be kind of the normal thing as well, too. I don't know. I think maybe at first, but I think as we get, um, you know, some people are going to have the quarantine done May 1st, some May 15th. I think as we get through May and people start feeling confident going back out and going to restaurants and, and stuff like that, then I feel they'll be able to go back to games. You know, the four things I said was, um, I could tell if you're going to go back to games. Chris, would you ever play pickup basketball again? Um, you know, I don't know if you play basketball, but if you did, would you play pickup basketball? Ten guys, five on five, everybody's sweating, everybody running up and down, hand checking you and stuff like that, sweat getting on you. Would you play pickup basketball again? Sure. 
Yeah, why not? I mean, I, I don't play well, a why not? Anyway. There's a reason why not. Come on. Would, would you go up to hug somebody if you haven't seen them in a while? Are you going to give somebody a handshake um, if you haven't seen them in a while? And, and the fourth thing is, are you going back to the gym um, when all this is over? If you don't say yes to all four, then you're probably not going to go back to sports for a while. No, 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 no. That's not an all or nothing thing. That's not all or nothing. Why? Which one would you not go to? Hug high five. We're, we're going to have a much different world. I'm not. Do well, you just hug everyone hug, you wait, run into? You're, you're not going to give somebody a hug or a handshake, but you'll go to a game with 100,000 people? Sure. Wow. That doesn't... <laughs> you know, we were supposed to wait for that until the final hour, Arnie. But oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My I'm sorry. God, I'm man. Sorry. Why did we even lay out plans for this show? <laughs> hey, Arnie, final hour. I want to get into your four things. First okay, I'll get to that. Make sure I'll save that. I'll My save gosh. That. Why do you feel like it has to be all or nothing with that? Hey, I'm going to okay. go back to the gym. I'm going to go back to the gym as soon as they tell me that Orange Theory's open back up. Right. I'm going to I'm going to go. I don't play a lot of basketball, yeah. but I'm not going to stop from playing pickup basketball, but I'm not suddenly going to go up and start high-fiving and hugging people. I mean, why can't you have maybe two two of those three and well, you still have the opportunity to if, to go to games? If you if you're not going to give a handshake to somebody or you're not going to hug somebody because you're worried about that, but you're going to go to a game with a hundred thousand people, eh, that doesn't seem right. I I mean, it, it seems like uh, the less of the evil of the two would be a handshake or a hug than going to a game with a hundred thousand people, Chris. Arnie, I I just I, I get where you're coming from, right? And I completely and totally understand it. But in, in, in the end, I mean, I, I'm probably not hugging or high-fiving a lot of people anyway, but I still go to games. I'm kind of a yeah. germaphobe to begin with. But this, I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I wash my hands regularly. I, I feel yeah. pretty comfortable about things, but I'm probably never going to go back to, you know, shaking hands in the well, short term. That's so does I'm that mean I can't go to games? Well, that, <laughs> that that's what you're telling me? well, that's why I'm surprised you said you play pickup hoops. I figure if you weren't going to hug somebody or give a handshake, you're certainly not going to play pickup basketball when you got ten guys sweating all over you and pushing you and, and hand checking you and and sweating on you. I I go well, cross that one out then for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And and I'll tell you what, Arnie. It's interesting because that's going to be the question a lot of people have to ask. I, I've told I, I've laid this out before on the show. My wife is very concerned about this because it's cra- I have I had asthma. Now, of course, smoking for ten years doesn't help that out very much. No, no, not at but all. But I, no. I I had asthma, and it's it's kind of recurred here in my later life. I, in, in for her, she doesn't want me leaving the house. It's just wow. no, you're not. So I could imagine it would be very problematic for her and my kids because they would be worried. But Arnie, I, I'm not overly concerned when we get into games and I because here's why this might sound crazy but I kind of trust athletic directors and and owners to make decisions in line with health officials so I I feel like they're going to do something without putting us in a situation where we'd be too much at risk am I putting my faith in the wrong place no, but I mean, you're you're putting your faith there, but you're not putting it into just a hugging or giving a handshake to somebody. Well, that that's the part that I'm I'm scratching my head. You'll play pickup hoops and you'll hang out with a hundred thousand drunken fans um, coming back from spring break at a college football game, but uh, you're not going to do the other stuff. That's the part I'm not understanding. Why not? <laughs> do you just hug people nonstop whenever you go to games or something? What games are you going to? Just the good-looking people. That's all. Right. <laughs> when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, James Rapine's going. James Rapine's going to join us, and we'll talk a little bit about whether or not that Bengals top pick yes. is up for grabs. And 
And we got buy or sell right around the corner with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Arnie and Plank. James Rapine coming up in moments. First, do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com. It's easy. James Rapine joins us, Bengals beat writer for Sports Illustrated. And by the way, James, I, I'm finally glad I get to talk to you. I followed you on Twitter, let's see, from what Cleveland to uh, Cincinnati. You've been all over Ohio, man. How's, how's the Bengal beat and SI treating you? Ah, so far, so good. It's, uh, it's sort of new, but uh, obviously a lot of excitement. Around That's the awesome. Bengals, given that they have the uh, the number one pick in the draft. How, I don't know, open for business is Cincy at number one, if at all? Or do you think they're set on going ahead and taking Joe Burrow? I think it's both. I, I do think they're, they're set on Joe Burrow. I, I think that's their pick. But I, I also think that the, the way Mike Brown does business, the phone is always, they'll always answer. You know, so if the Dolphins call, as we've speculated, the reports that have floated out there, They'll listen. I just think that that offer is going to be uh, have to be so unreasonable from whoever's calling to, to get the Bengals' interest 
that it uh, it almost isn't worth making the call because they're so locked in on Joe Burrow. James, if Joe Burrow wasn't a local product, would they be so locked on him, uh, you know, the way they are right now? I think that is a factor. I, I think they'd be locked on him anyway, but certainly when, when you look at it, and the Bengals over the past four years have uh, had four straight losing seasons, haven't uh, made the playoffs since 2015. So, so yeah, the fact that he's a, a local product, he's a guy who's going to excite the fan base, and let's face it, if the Bengals were to trade that number one pick, given how Bengals fans view Joe Burrow, it doesn't matter if they would win the trade from a football standpoint. Fans would be upset. So I think that certainly uh, certainly plays a factor, especially given uh, the way the Bengals have been over the past couple of years. They, the marketing team is probably pretty excited at Paul Brown Stadium to, to add a guy like Joe Burrow to the roster. Yeah, I, I think it would just be fascinating. <laughs> now, James, I know you've been in, in Cincy for a minute now, but how are – how are things going with my man Zach Taylor? Because again, this is this is off year one where it didn't go so well, and the shine's kind of been taken off that uh, coaching tree from Sean McVay. Anyway, now that the Rams have stumbled a bit, what's what's kind of the mindset around James or uh, around what's going on with Zach Taylor right now? I almost think, and, and there were certainly some complaints uh, about what he did last year, but it was almost like he was given. A mulligan, considering what they did in free agency last year. I mean, they they re-signed Bobby Hart. Uh, they they extended Preston Brown, who last I checked is a free agent right now and hasn't signed anywhere. So they don't really make win now moves. And uh, when you you look back at that roster, uh, I think people realize that Zach Taylor was put in, in a, a pretty tough position. And, and I know last week he talked about the, the fact that he took the job after the Rams made that Super Bowl run. And they were playing catch-up all offseason. So I think that kind of set them back in free agency, set them back in the draft a little bit. So I think this isn't year one, but in a way, a lot of fans will look at it as year one, considering they're going to re- hit the reset button. They were active in free agency. They're probably going to add Joe Burrow and some other talented young rookies in the draft. So I, I think he, he kind of gets a mulligan, but, but I, I think if that, that offense struggles or Joe Burrow struggles as a rookie, then uh, people will certainly, people in Cincinnati will certainly question Zach Taylor's performance. James, does does Andy Dalton still still got game? Does he still have game out there or what? <laughs> <laughs> I think Andy's uh, is what he's always been. I mean, Andy's a a serviceable quarterback in the NFL can be a serviceable starter, but it, it really depends on what you put around him and what you put around him can make him look like a uh, the 15th best quarterback in the NFL, or it can get him. Uh, sent to the bench in a guy who now is looking at probably a backup role in 2020, which uh, it, it's crazy to see. I mean, he is he the best quarterback available? I, I don't think so. With Cam Newton out there, yeah. uh, an MVP, Jameis Winston, and now Andy Dalton's just hanging around. I don't know where he's going to end up. I don't think it's going to be Cincinnati, but uh, wow. yeah, it's uh, it's a, a tough spot for the, the red rifle for sure. <laughs> Are you surprised that the market for him hasn't been more robust? Not, not totally. I mean, I think in any other year it would have been, but you, you just look at all of these young quarterbacks, right? A lot of these teams, um, you know, have a, a young quarterback that they believe in or they're trying to see if they're the guy. And uh, outside of Chicago, and I know Chicago was interested in Andy Dalton, there just isn't many landing spots. I think, one, if I had to predict, and I know a lot of people talked about New England, I don't, I don't think it would be New England. I think it would be Jacksonville 
with Jake Rudin, who helped draft Andy Dalton back in 2011. He's the offensive coordinator in, in Jacksonville now, so I could see that being a landing spot. But Andy Dalton's going to make $17.5 million this year, guys. So if he doesn't and, and isn't willing to restructure his deal, and he might just be not willing to, to kind of force the Bengals' hand to release him so he can hit free agency, I really think Jacksonville's the, the ideal landing spot. I just don't know if they'd be willing to, to trade for that contract unless he's willing to, to restructure it. I don't know the best way to phrase this question. Should I phrase it, are the Bengals a bad organization or how bad of an organization are the Bengals? I don't know which way to phrase that. <laughs> I, I think uh, they certainly – look, I, I get it. And I, and I think you can call them a, a bad organization. I mean, they haven't won – uh, a playoff game since January 6, 1991. I mean, that's wow. that's so long, right? I wow. mean, they, they've had multiple playoff runs, the Carson Palmer era, the Andy Dalton era, which included five straight playoff appearances. But when you, you have that lack of success in the postseason, you can say that. Now, now I, I will say this. They do want to win, and they take steps they believe uh, you know, are going to help them win. Right. Uh, but, but they also do things a certain way. So people say, and, and I've been one of them, that have been critical outside of this offseason of their lack of free agent spending. Well, they think a lot of times when you, you spend big money on free agents, that doesn't lead to winning. It's not necessarily them being cheap. It's just a philosophy. And I know it's uh, it's been a struggle at times with fans in Cincinnati trying to understand their philosophy and vice versa, especially in the, the down years, which you've seen recently. So I don't want to say they're a bad organization. I, I think people, under, you know, I get that criticism. Um, but at, at the same time, I do think that they prioritize winning it. And we saw that this offseason with the, the spending that they, they've done in free agency. James Rapine's our guest. Who, who makes the final call? Is it Mike Brown? I mean, I know that basically you go back and he's kind of been the de facto GM for a while, but if we get the Joe Burrows going one, if it's a trade of Dalton, if it's Zach Bond or whoever's there in the second round with that first pick, who's pulling the trigger on draft day? I think Mike Brown – well, not I think. Mike Brown has the final sign-off. So, gotcha. so that that is, is always the case. But I, I think over the years – and really over the past decade, you've seen Duke Tobin, uh, who's the director of player personnel, Katie Blackburn, who's, who's Mike's uh, daughter. They, they've come in and they've helped as well, Troy Blackburn, Katie's husband. So that they've, uh, their roles have grown. And I think Duke is, is involved in, in the player side as we've, we've seen, and that continues to grow. And, and really it's a, it's a big year for him because I, they've struggled in the draft in recent years, and that's what's led – to this downturn after five straight playoff appearances is they haven't drafted a pro bowler I'm trying to say, I think 2013. I mean, it's been a while mm. since they've drafted a pro bowler. I believe it was Tyler Eifert. So it's been a while. So I think Duke Tobin uh, needs to have a good draft, but uh, Mike Brown does have the final sign off on draft picks. Oh, you know what? Uh, look, yeah, I don't work there because I'd have to make this deal. If I'm Cincinnati, I'd say, <laughs> you know what? I'm trading that number one pick. I'm going to take the Dolphins' three first round selections. I'll drop down the number five. I'll take Tua. I'll take the other two first round picks. Plus, I'll take a third round pick, and I'll take Tua, and I'll be happy as a as a clam. That'd be a great move for me if I was a Cincinnati fan. Yeah, and, and I think if it's if you're talking five firsts in a day two pick, you have to listen. And, and that's the thing is the Dolphins are the one team they have the bounty of picks and they're picking early yep. enough to where they could get the the ear I think of Mike Brown if they made that type of offer because yep. Tua Vailoa, guys he would have probably been the number one pick had he not dislocated his hip, 
we, we don't want to, you know, look back on that. But even even the game where Joe Burrow went into Tuscaloosa and won, it, Tua was injured and he came back off of surgery and he played great in that game. People forget that. So I, I think uh, if he hadn't dislocated his hip, he would have been the top pick. And if you can get him at five plus four first Ooh. round picks and a mid round pick, you, you got to consider it. I, I'm with you. I think you at least have to listen. It's great stuff. James, thanks for finding time for us and staying up late. We appreciate it and look forward to talking to you again soon. Enjoy what will probably be 10 more days of speculation, buddy. (laughs) Sounds good, guys. I appreciate you. Thanks, James. No, that was good stuff, man. Really appreciate it. This is James Rapine. You can follow him at James Rapine on Twitter. Bengals writer for SI. You get five first. I mean, bye. Bye, see ya. We'll rebuild this way. It would be five first. It would be three. You get the numbers. Right. Five, well, you'd get the number th- five pick for the Dolphins and the other two first-round picks there. So you think that would be enough to move up? No, a then you'd have spots? to give up another third-round pick if you're the Dolphins, and that'd be a four-for-one swap. That should be enough to get it done. Mm, maybe, maybe another pick in there as well too. I'd be, I'd want it all. I'd go New Orleans Saints. All right, give me your whole draft picks, and you can move up to number one. Isn't that what Mike Ditka gave up yes. to go get Ricky Williams? Yes, exactly. Yes. All right, Steve Desagers come uh, comes rolling into the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios with an update. What's going on, Steve? And among the NFL free agents still available this offseason, not only Cam Newton and Jameis Winston, pass rushers Jadavian Clowney and Everson Griffin, running back Devontae Freeman still out there, tight end Delaney Walker and tackle. Jason Peters. Of course, we got the NFL draft scheduled to start April 23rd, less than two weeks away. As for the draftees, 58 of this year's top prospects have been sent cameras that will capture their reactions for the telecast. By the way, this offseason, the team that reportedly has the most cap space, the Cleveland Browns, then Detroit, Philadelphia, and Indianapolis. LSU forward Trendon Watford declared for the NBA draft, but won't hire an agent yet. He averaged 13.7 rebounds a game as a freshman after being a high school All-American. Stanford basketball gets forward Zaire Williams from L.A., the highest-ranked recruit in at least a decade for them. He played at famed Sierra Canyon High School in Los Angeles. Stanford's finished with a winning record in the Pac-12 just once in the last six years, and mostly non-winning yeah. records in conference since 2008. So quite Odd. a get for them, even if since he's only Mark there Madsen, probably the one year. Well, and the Lopez <laughs> twins were pretty good, too. Um, Auburn gets six foot ten inch forward J.T. Thor, who grew up in Alaska. In tonight's first round of basketball's televised horse tournament people chris paul lost to wnba's ali quigley fox tv will air a different super bowl every sunday afternoon 3 p.m eastern time today was giants patriots super bowl 42 next sunday broncos falcons john elway's final game you remember in late january when we were talking about kobe bryant that he had one of the greatest farewells the greatest final games of any athlete in any sport at roughly the same age i would guess john elway his final game a Super Bowl MVP for the Broncos. That is one of the great exits in the history of American sports, any sport. No virtual race for NASCAR today on Easter. Unfortunately, we have five passings from the sports world to pass along. Former Cubs infielder Glenn Beckert died at age 79. He was an all-star four straight years through 1972, cut by the Padres in 1975. Former golfer Doug Sanders died at age 86. He won 20 career PGA titles. Sanders lost the 1970 British Open in a playoff against Jack Nicklaus. Formula One legend Sterling Moss died in London at age 90. He won 16 races, retiring at age 31 after a big crash. And ex-Chelsea 
Chelsea goalkeeper Peter Benetti died at age 78. He was England's World Cup goalie in 1970. And the longtime sports photographer at the New York Post, Anthony Causey, died of coronavirus at age 48. Someone retweeted his last Instagram post from March 22nd, where with a picture of him in the hospital, he wrote, I never thought I would get something like this. I thought I was indestructible. He wrote, if I do make it out of here, I promise you this world's not going to know what hit it. He passed away today again at age 48. And just to put it in perspective how bad things are in the New York area, I mean, California is a pretty large state. It's had almost 700 deaths from coronavirus already. New York, over 9,000 deaths in yeah. the state of New York, plus another 2,500 or so in the state of New Jersey. It's just been bad. Mm, thanks, right. Steve. We appreciate the update. As we come to you live tonight from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Thanks to James Rapine for joining us. Thanks to John Middlecoff. If you missed any of the interviews tonight, you can find them on the podcast page, foxsportsradio.com or iHeartRadio. Now with easily to our easy-to-find downloadable podcast, search Fox Sports Radio Weekends. Should we, Arnie, yeah. be having an issue with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, or, yeah. or should we take him at his word? Now, again, if you missed the story, right? Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott, apparently there was a birthday party at the home of Dak Prescott, where there was a report that there were 30 or more people. Now, for those not familiar with how things are going in Texas right now, every state kind of has its own different rules. The issue in the Texas governor's order calls for social distancing at all times and no more than 10 people at a gathering. Right. Now, again, more than 10. The report that his agent threw out today was that there wasn't. 30, as had been reported. I think, who do we give credit to on this? TMZ right. that kind of came out with it first. And then there was an update this afternoon that said the Prosper PD told TMZ it responded to a report of a potential party at Dak's home. However, the officer was unable to verify the report of a party. Therefore, he just reminded the resident of the current CDC guidelines to include social distancing. Who's who's telling the truth here, Arnie? And should we have an issue with this right there now? There were pictures out there. Look, I, I think there was more than 10. If, there, if we're going under the assumption there was more than 10 and there was a party, first of all, what are you throwing a party in this type of of, of, of situation going on right now? Um, we're going through some real rough times. Everybody who has parties and graduations are canceling it. Heck, weddings are even getting canceled. So the fact that you think you're uh, above everybody and doing something like this kind of kind of turns my stomach a little bit. I mean, it really shows that, hey, I'm not cognizant of what everybody else is going through. I just want to have my party. So even if it was a gathering of 10, and I know that's not illegal, but you know they weren't doing social distancing. You just you It just goes back to some athletes, they live in a different world than the rest of us do, and that's just the way it is. And again, uh, a source tonight has, that is close to Dak Prescott, we've seen this on several different outlets. Uh, I'm reading from WFAA, that's a TV station out of Dallas, insisted that Dak did not have over 10 people and was not in violation of any social distancing. But just, I think you hit something on the head. I mean, yeah. depending on which side of the aisle that you're on right now, it's still the optics of it. I mean, did, you know what Mike Gundy said, if you want to kind of tie this back into people that have shown a less than 
concerning tone in what they say. The optics are, uh, what are you doing? You know, everything's been canceled. When casinos are closed and churches are closed, that's a pretty big sign that maybe we all need to kind of dial it back a little bit. I just, Arnie, I'm with you. We don't know. We weren't at the party. Was it his birthday or was he throwing it for somebody else? It was a birthday party they were throwing for someone else. Well, my goodness, man. Come on now. I mean, our, our birthday got canceled. So, I yeah. mean, it, it, that's not fair. It's not fair. I want my birthday to it's be celebrated just, as well, too. It's just a birthday for crying out loud. I mean, I could actually understand more people saying, I want to get together and have a graduation or something. Right. But, I mean, they couldn't even do that. The fact that it wasn't even his birthday and he was throwing it for somebody else, I, it just really shows you that they just don't, they're not taking this very seriously. Yeah, I just... Again, the report's out there. They're denying it, and it might be an agent putting a spin on it. The police department responded to it. I, I don't know what you would do if they had 30 or so people there. You would just break it up and send them home. But just kind of a, a little side story tonight that hurts from an optics perspective more than anything else, right? And you just want to be leading the way. That That's my whole charge with athletes and, and coaches right now. Right. Just lead the way. Just say, hey, everyone stay at home. Calm down right now. The, the the curve seems to be flattening. Everything's But just calm down. We don't need to be tearing down goalposts yet. Don't be cutting down the nets. We're at halftime. Right. we got a long way to go, this bad boy. How come they couldn't confirm if there was a party or not? Were they not invited inside to see how many people were there? I'm, I'm just wondering. I wonder. Yeah, That's the a good say, point. Nah, I don't think you guys are going to come on in. Uh, why? I don't understand why. Right. I mean, it's not as if, what, what do you say? Hey, go get your search warrant, buddy, before you want to come yeah. in here. <laughs> I mean, anyway, come on now. Interesting side story tonight involving one Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Now, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, I've promised it enough. We'll get to your great tweets tonight. Plus, Steve DeSager. We'll get us caught up on everything going on in the world of sports. Sad night as well, too, as you heard in the update. We'll uh, pay homage to some great snacks with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio. Get your tweets coming up in just a bit. In the meantime, Steve DeSager comes yes. rolling in to get us caught up on everything in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? Well, you guys mentioned briefly some of the replays of great games that have been on. The TV ratings for sports last Sunday, you know, Fox is doing a different Super Bowl every Sunday mm-hmm. for a little while. They had Packers-Steelers Super Bowl 46. Last Sunday, Fox got 826,000 viewers. The NBA got 808,000 viewers for wow. a Lakers-Celtics Game 7 from 2010 last Sunday. Wow. Also last Sunday, there was that virtual NASCAR racing that got Go almost 1.2 million Wait, can you can you say that again for everyone else to sager the nascar the, live video game right? racing Go ahead. once again got a better rating than any football huh. or basketball classic wow. game Facts suck in these uh, some of these arguments every now and then. <laughs> Crazy. And just to tell you how screwy th- things are, this uh, past weekend, that was actually number two for the sports weekend. Number one was the re-air of the National Dog Show. So <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> love it. Get out Absolutely of here. love it. Okay, so while we talk about those numbers, I mean, 1.2 million viewers is just astounding for the iRacing. SNL was back on last night. 
6.7 million viewers. That's insane. I had it on my TV, but I was doing the show, so I couldn't hear what they were saying. But SNL at Home. It was a new episode with the cast members from home, and they created skits still. And, you know, this is about midnight, people. 6.7 million. It's, it's the second best rating they've gotten all season behind only when Eddie Murphy was the host in an episode before Christmas. Put, well, put, Midnight anymore, Steve, is like prime time since nobody knows yeah, what that's time right. it is. So. That's right. Or day. Uh, <laughs> I would have been good on that show. I should have been on to that. To put it in perspective, how good a rating that is that SNL got last night. The best prime time TV rating last night. It was 3.8 million viewers for Dateline. Saturday Night Live, almost 6.8 million hours wow. later. It's really crazy. Chris, you'd mentioned about people in masks and is it mandatory? Los Angeles, it is mandatory outside. In fact, at stores, if you don't have a mask worn, they can refuse you service. Really? That is straight from the lips of the mayor of Los Angeles. As far as when will, uh, when will sports return? LA Times with some great items about how business owners have the power, such as we saw with the NBA shutting down. Uh, a paragraph that it said in this news article today, although the president asserted Friday he has absolute authority to order the country yeah. open, the guidelines are not mandatory. They're recommendations. It's the business owners who have the ultimate power, the governors, the mayors, and many issued their own guidance before Trump did. Look at the NBA. One player tested positive for this and they shut the league down. In retrospect, was that a good move? It was a great move because that was the first of a few positive tests. Imagine how many there would have been. Yep. And this is with limited testing at the time. There's a professor quoted in the article that said when this started, the private sector basically shut the economy down before anyone told them to. It turned out that what the federal government did wasn't very relevant in that sense. The government can't force you to take risks you don't want to take. It couldn't on the way down, and it also can't on the way up. The Surgeon General was on Fox News Friday. Jerome Adams says, we'll reopen the country place by place, bit by bit, based on the data. The data in New York City, for example, is very bad. Even the right. mayor has said they expect to be on this virtual shutdown until at least June 1st. In wow. Los Angeles, it's at least through mid-May. Now, California was the first governor to order formally order this stay-at-home order. That was March 19th. The article calls that a step credited with preventing, uh, preventing the type of spread that has overwhelmed New York. Remember a couple Sunday nights ago talking about how come Florida has it and spring break, right. spring breakers were giving it to each other. Florida finally, April 3rd, had the order from up top. Jeez. The mayor of Denver said it wasn't the president who decided to shut the businesses down or the cities or the schools, and it won't be his call to get everyone back. So as far as when will sports return... The mayor of Miami says opening up prematurely could be problematic and create a reinfection. Keep in mind, people, it's a new virus. There is no vaccine for this this year. The mayor of Boston says any elected official right now talking about reopening publicly is, in my opinion, doing a disservice to their community. This is a virus. It's unpredictable. It doesn't have an end date on it. As we keep saying, it's the virus, quoting <laughs> quoting the doctor, it's the virus that makes the timeline. Final sentence of the article here, pulling back from a nationwide system of social distancing too soon could spur new hotspots. So keep that in mind. And the other thing we mentioned earlier, that it's just going to take a long while for sports to re-gear up with practices or exhibitions or what have you. They can't just step out on the court and, oh, next week we're going to restart the whole season after this big layoff. Now, Taiwan's league became the first league in pro baseball to start this year. Rain out yesterday, but they played today. No fans allowed still, but that league started after a nearly one-month delay. Bernie bet the under. He said take the under like uh, 11. It was 4-1, to one, I think. Yeah, yeah, they I'm are serious. going. 
not kidding around. Actual games, regular yeah. season. South Korea's Pro League is still playing intra-squad games with no fans, and that's what you mentioned, Chris, that there was a picture of even intra-squad game batters having masks on at the plate in addition to the helmet at, at uh, bat. They still haven't finalized a date for their opening day, maybe in May. Preseason games, team versus team for them, still due to start in just over a week. Now, both the U.S. This was amazing for me to read this today. Both the U.S. and South Korea reported their first coronavirus cases on the same day, January 20th. But South Korea, as we've talked about a lot on Sunday nights, has experience with the things like this, not exactly this, but South Korea was very aggressive with testing at the start. So we have six times the population. South Korea has about 10,000 cases. Do we have 60,000? No, it's 560,000 cases in the U.S. Overseas, everyone who enters a ballpark there in South Korea, including media, has their temperature read by scanners. Newsday said players even have it checked periodically during the workouts. Buildings in South Korea starting to reopen. Wearing masks is mandatory, of course. Your temperature is checked at the door. Hand sanitizer provided the whole thing. Jeez. Oof. That's intense. Don't no left unturn. Hey, Arnie, that's probably going to end up being our new normal whenever we get back to live sports. Good stuff, DeSager. Hey, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we've talked about baseball and its unique rundown with making the Grapefruit and Cactus League the American and National League for a season. What could be the plan for the NBA? There's a 25-day window. Brian Windhorst was on this weekend on Fox Sports Radio. We'll tell you what he had to say. Plus, Arnie's picks are coming up next hour. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what you're going to pick, so I am excited to figure this all out. Plus, your tweets as well, too. It's a busy Sunday night. Arnie and Plank, two down, one to go. Let's get after it right here on Fox Sports Radio. Don't go anywhere. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We got Arnie's picks, question mark, coming yes, up later yes, in the show. I got okay. some picks. Yes, I do. All right. We've got a buy or sell coming up a little bit later on in the show, which will have a, this is a tease, a Chicago Bulls-centric theme to wow. it. Wow. And I got a lot of draft notes. I kind of want to empty out my notepad here that I have. I've literally gone old school because I was going to buy myself an iPad for my birthday because I don't right. have one and I've never had one. But I don't know if I could ever get rid of my notepad, Arnie. I mean, come on. I have these little notes at my disposal. I'll get to that coming up. What are the ratings going to be show. for the draft this year, TV-wise? TV just I don't know. Through the roof or what? Things, things that have rated high have surprised me. And things that haven't have surprised me as well, too. Uh, for instance, what DeSager was talking about. The fact that the iRacing events have doubled the ratings of NBA replay games is kind of mind-blowing to me. But then you add, what, what do you say, $6 million for Saturday Night Live? Did I yeah. hear that right? $6 million? I mean, listen, I get it. I get it that now, you know, 1030 at night is like noon. So everyone's well, like I, I get done here. I don't know what you do, Arnie, because, you know, you're in the eastern time zone. I'm in the central time zone. I do a local show that starts, you know, about eight hours after we wrap up here. So I have plenty of time to rest. But I'm up for like another two, two and a half hours. No. Like it's lunchtime, man. It's like, oh, let's go grab here. a bite to eat. So I know everyone's schedule is a little bit whack. But I was blown away to see that Saturday Night Live which was a little bit of a tough watch at times, and I get it, had that big of ratings, and then yet some of our replays get nothing. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I would like to say it will be just from the curiosity factor, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting a little cabin fever right now also. I got mad at my wife for not making a good dinner, so um, I she made a cake for dessert, which I didn't like either. I'm like, hey, see, I'm going to have to do Wait. the shopping from now on. Ar- Arnie, gotta, Arnie yeah, first yeah. of all, you, you probably shouldn't be going out. <laughs> um, secondly, she made you a cake and you complained about it. Wasn't very good. Wasn't the best. Are you she being done s- better? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here's, this is what happens is you're, is you're running out of sporting events that you can get mad at. So you're just getting mad at your wife for things. It's like, I can't get mad at sports. Because there's no game. Like, hey, why are we not ordering out again? Help the economy. Order food. Order food. I mean, think about it. By this point, we would have had, I don't know, some sort of golf controversy. But, I mean, in all honesty, we don't talk much golf unless Tiger is involved. Right. I mean, everyone's like, oh, man, what are you going to do without the Masters? Well, you know, Tiger wins it. We talk about it. If he doesn't, we don't. I mean, We'd I'm be sorry. talking NBA playoffs, right. NHL playoffs. I try not to fall down that Playoffs. trap because I get very mad. I get very mad whenever we start falling down that trap because we do have sports to talk about, Arnie. It's when are they, they going to come back? Is kind of the conversation, and I find it almost hilarious how we've reached this point now where everyone kind of has their own plan, right? Oh, here's what the NBA plans on doing, and then you'll have an offshoot of it. Here's what baseball is going to do. Well, there's about five or, or six offshoots of that as well, too. And then we touched on this a little bit last hour, when you were imploding our open for this hour, 
when will the fans want to come back? Right? I mean, when when will be that point where Arnie Spanier and his wife and his son say, all right, let's make the drive to Boston and let's go check out the Red Sox game. I mean, if that's even going to be an option this year. You know, Arnie, what's what's the pause going to be like for players to make their return to, to, to the stadiums, to the arenas, to be fans again? And how challenging do you think that's going to be for people? Oh, it's going to be very challenging. Matter of fact, I don't think the fans will be coming back until football. I, I don't know if the NBA, NHL, or even Major League Baseball – has time to get the season going and get fans in there. I think they'll come back for football, but you're going to see some places not nearly as crowded. We know that. I College football I don't think will suffer as much if they're allowed to have fans in there because I think the students can make up the difference. Um, and certainly in some of these towns, they live for football. I mean, you get 90000 for a spring practice. So I think they'll be okay. It's just the attendance for the NFL. But as we said they rely a lot of it on TV money anyway. You know, and I'll be very curious since you mentioned the NFL. What about SoFi Stadium and Allegiant Stadium? I mean, there's still a lot of work to be done on both of those places. Now, I, by the way, I feel like we need to give this disclaimer all the time. In everything that we say and everything that we talk about, we're very aware that there's bigger issues right now. We are a sports talk show. Yeah. Okay, we're a talk show <laughs> that is is on a sports network, and we love to talk about sports. But in, in this time, we like to serve as maybe a distraction, some comic relief, if you will. So I understand that there's probably someone when we start talking about, my gosh, what are they going to do about these stadiums, that their immediate reaction is what? Who cares? What Who cares? Work? This is a part of our topic, so just play along with us for a little bit. I completely understand. But, Arnie, what about these stadiums if they don't get done, too? Then what do you do? I mean, do you have to go back to the Coliseum? Do you have to go, I don't know, back to Oakland? Yes, he's playing on the road for 16 games. <laughs> right, and we don't. By the way, as we sit here right now, yeah. you know, usually on, oh, gosh, what day? Every day is running together. April 13th, you know, we would be talking Days about 12th, what? Yeah. Uh, Wait, it's the 13th now, Arnie. It's Monday. Come on, oh, buddy. I, get with it. Oh, that's true. true um, yeah. the, the thing that's interesting to me is you would usually have a schedule release to look forward to, and they're not going to have that this week. Schedule release usually came around April 15th, and the draft would come. So we don't have that. We don't know if maybe the NFL is concerned about whether or not these stadiums would be done and putting teams on the road like the, like the Chargers, Rams, and Raiders a little bit longer earlier in the season. But even if they do, Will fans be back by that point? I don't know. I, I, I think colleges won't even play until we get the go-ahead for fans to to go back in games and, and, and attend games. Don't you? I, I think colleges could have a little bit of a problem. I think they need the fans there. They want the fans there. NFL can go a couple of weeks without the fans and really not miss it so much money-wise. You're going to miss the atmosphere and the right. ambiance, no doubt about that, but – College, I don't know if they'll go will go ahead and play in front of empty stadiums. I guess they they'll, they'll probably, but uh, it's a tough call because these guys aren't paid professionals. So why should they put their health at risk? And, and here's the thing, too. I, I know that when we say student athletes, it kind of triggers some people. So I'm trying to be very careful about it. But there is no way on God's green earth that college presidents and athletic directors are going to be allowed to have some students playing sporting events while the campuses aren't even open yet. I mean, I, I, I get it, but it's just it's not going to happen. So those are a few things to keep in mind as we count down. Now, 
moving off, going to events and, and college football in specific as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We've talked baseball tonight, Arnie. Yes. We've talked football, National Football League, and college football on the plan. But it seems a little quiet on the NBA front. And you sent me a story yeah. from your, your peeps up in the Northeast about a window, a very specific window that could allow the season to resume for the National Football League. This plan would include an 11-day series for the, of... Oh, go for the ahead. NBA, is it? Or the NBA, it, right? NBA, right. Correct. Yeah, okay. Correct. Yeah. That's basketball. Um, the plan includes an 11-day series of individual workouts, whether it be social distancing for a period of time, and then hopefully, if the clearance comes... They can play five-on-five basketball and have a 14-day training camp. Now, this is a report from Brian Windhorst, who was on Fox Sports Radio this weekend, and had this to say about where this all could potentially take place. If you're looking at potentially housing hundreds, if not a thousand people in a building and being able to host two games going on at once and practice courts and food for everybody, your, your list of availability to do that gets a little bit narrow, and Vegas kind of shoots at the top of the list. So that was on the Jason McIntyre show here on right. Fox Sports Radio. I mean, this just looks like it's kind of going to be Vegas or nothing right now, right? It seems like that's the most logical place. I don't know how logical it is to put every team in, uh, I don't know how many hotels you're going to use. Um, it certainly wouldn't be as long as the Major League Baseball sequestering is going to be. So maybe we could pull it off. But to get every – are we going to just have no regular season? We're done with that straight to the playoffs. So it's only 16 teams? Is is that what I'm thinking here? Or are you telling me we're still going to have a regular season? It seems as if we're still going to have a little bit of a regular season based on what this plan is. Why do that? Just go ahead and do the playoffs. That way you don't really have to worry about 16 teams. And take it from there. Might as well start right into that, and then you don't have to worry about the other 14 teams. Um, well, um, maybe this might have a, a little bit to do with dragging it out a little bit longer, maybe <laughs> being able to get a little bit more TV. I don't know, Arnie. It's Can't just... drag it out any longer. We're already up against it here, Chris. I mean, times are, times are hey, taking I'm here. not the one making yeah. the decision. Don't yell yeah. at me. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know. Here's yeah. a little bit more from what Windhorse had to say. Playing the regular season games helps fulfill the TV contracts of all the there locals, and that's huge. Playing the games is really just to mitigate the damage and also give the fans something and give the players something and be able to crown a champion. You don't want to lose that season. From a a financial standpoint, it's going to be hundreds of millions in losses, if not a billion dollars in losses for the NBA. Uh, there's just no way around that. Wow. There you go. It's wow. f- to fulfill their TV responsibility. There's your answer that you wanted, that you were yeah, yelling but aren't at you me fulfilling about. that responsibility for the playoffs also, or, or is it just, just as many games as you could put on? Is that what it's it is? It's as many games as you gotcha. could possibly put on from that gotcha. perspective. And then, of course, this is the most important point, and I was listening. This was a really good interview. You can find it on our podcast page at foxsportsradio.com. But th- this is the big concern for every single sport out there whenever it comes to when you want to restart. That's really the key, is how much are you going to have it affect two seasons? And the indication so far is that they don't want to do that. And therefore, I think that creates a squeeze that we're going to start feeling probably in about six six weeks or so as they they look at the viability of it. 
So in other words, you don't want this to be something to where, A, you come back too quickly right. and then have to shut things down again, which is what happened with the Chinese Basketball League that Windhorse has talked about quite a bit. And then, B, Arnie, you don't want something that ends up carrying over to another season. Especially when you're talking about the NBA because then you're like, okay, if we go ahead and pick it up and then we don't get a champion until – what are they saying, August, September? I, I don't know. And then what, we're going to start back up in Christmas. Now you've really kind of changed things. When do we get back on schedule? When do we go ahead and say, okay, now we're going to take the uh, summer off after the championship in June and get back on schedule? I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if it's that easy, and you're going to have to play a lot of games back-to-back to make up those games from Christmas or to get a whole season in from Christmas all the way till June. I don't know if I like that. Well, I will say this much. It's um... – it's getting close to like concern time if yes, you're an NBA fan. Definitely. I really think that if you're looking at that window, what did Windhorse say about three weeks from now? I think if there's still not something that's been announced as a set plan, I, th- I think you and I both talked about this last week for the NBA. If we get past May 1st and we haven't said, all right, NBA players are going to try to get together on. May 28th, I'm just throwing a date out there, and they're going to start a 14-day mini camp before we resume the season wherever it is. I think you're looking at that being a point to where the NBA and Adam Silver and, and the owners have to say, we're just not going to be able to do this, right? Absolutely. I don't know what that date is. but Right. Um, I don't... Yeah. If, if they said, you know, since a lot of the quarantine ends um, on May 1st, I know some go to May 15th. Mine goes to May 15th. Between May 1st and May 15th, if we don't have a definite plan, I've got some serious doubts on what's going to happen to the NHL and NBA. NHL, they're thinking about playing playoff games up here in New Hampshire, which is less than about an hour and a half from my house. I would love that to go as a media person because obviously you couldn't let fans in, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I I like you saying that you wouldn't go to an NFL game or anything like that, but you're trying to get a media pass to go watch. Well, because there's nobody else in the place. It's not like I'm going to deal with 20,000 people, you know? (laughs) I like it. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's talk about, I don't know, maybe a little buy or sell. Are you buying that something interesting might happen next Sunday night? We'll debate it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio, buy or sell coming up in moments. Plus your By the taste. way, I finished my homework assignment for my local show. This week's movie I had to watch, Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans, Chris. Yeah, it's a good one. It was a good one. Tell what us about just it. Just a good one. That was an A minus. It was almost better than the Sandlot. I think. I could see that. I yeah. wouldn't fight you. T- I, yeah. That wouldn't be a hill that I would die on. What's yeah. your next? Mi- Can I get the sponsor read in here? Real yeah, quick? yeah. Go ahead. Go, okay. go, 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 go. Uh, by the way, we're brought to you in part by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover cu- uh, customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. What's your movie for this week? Well, the, yeah, I don't know. We usually pick on Fridays. We watch it over uh, the weekend. So, yeah, remember the Titans was the one we picked on Friday. Um, Sandlot, Slapshot we've watched. Uh, Slapshot was a little crude for our uh, millennial uh, co-host uh, buddy that uh, he's 30, but he didn't know it was that crude. You know what I mean? So a 30-year-old male <laughs> thought Slapshot was too crude. It was a little crude. Well, yeah, but what it. is, it's awesome crude. What is this world coming you, to? You know what's so funny is um, after we watched the movie, we went ahead and got the, uh, the captain of the team on from the, from the movie. Oh, the guy that takes off his clothes? No, no, no. That's, that's another guy. The guy with the uh, Fu Manchu, the captain. His name was Johnny something or other. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so we, we got I think he lives up here in Vermont. That's why we got him on. Probably his uh, five minutes of glory now since yeah. Slapshot, Arnie. <laughs> Way to make a, a guy feel special. No, he, he's actually done a bunch of stuff. He's actually been an actor. Yeah, yeah, I media. can tell you refer to him as the guy that was the captain, so I'm sure he's got an illustrious acting career. If you, It's not like Tom. Do you talk to Tom Hanks? Do you talk to, well, you, rest in peace, Paul Newman. Come on now. I've had, uh, I've had Denzel Washington on my show before, though. Great. Get, yeah. Why isn't he on our show? Have you just given up on Steve Curry? He's got nothing going on now. I'm surprised Curry hasn't called in. I got to be I honest with you. I thought for sure during this home, uh, you know, during the quarantine, he said, okay, I'm not doing anything to me. Pick up the phone, call my best friend from high school and college, uh, my old buddy Arnold, and uh, and talk to him and see how he's doing. But not, not uh, maybe are the, are the phone lines open? Did you? Are they 877-99 on Fox? I am going to go out on a limb and say that maybe – you guys weren't as tight as you possibly thought. Could that be maybe just Can a possibility you get, get, get here? The best friends. Okay. They called me from, from uh, one of the writers called me, and he's writing a book on Kerr and wanted to talk to me about, about Kerr. Who? Um, he used to write it for the, one of the L.A. papers. I can't remember his name off the they top They called of my head. you to get a quote. Well, they were talking Steve to a bunch, of, a bunch of people that went to high school and college with him. I happened to be one of them. All right. Well, look at you. 
Look at you. You and your buddy and I said, Steve even, Kerr. Even if I didn't have true stories, I said, I'll just make it up. Nobody can dispute that. You can't, it's not like you have the truth. Yeah. All right, let me, let me hit a couple of <laughs> tweets here. Uh, I have Allie Nichols is who you had on. Is that sound right, Arnie? Oh, yeah, Alan Nichols is the guy we had on from Slapshot. Yes, and he's he does, like, he was Thank in, like, Lee. Hair and uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. He was in a bunch of productions. He was very good. I, I like to have him on. By the way, for you always saying that Lita Lap doesn't do anything on the yeah. show, he was the one that could remember the name of the uh, actor that the you first, interviewed. Uh, first time our producers helped us out in, what, eight years doing the that show. That you so, uh, couldn't remember the name of. Once right, every a couple eight of years. tweets here real quick before we hit buyer's sell. Uh, Paul writes, I'd rather watch Horse on ESPN on a loop than three seconds of Saturday Night Live. Has wow. that show been relevant since the early 90s? Uh, the answer would be no, but... No. They did bring back Eddie Murphy this year. Yes, they uh, did. Tom Terry, Hanks, too, was on it. He was so. the host last night, I thought. Yeah, Terry yeah. writes, why doesn't the NBA go to play in China for the rest of the season? <laughs> China is virus-free now. They fly them there, 14 days quarantine, boom, regular season off and running. Bring Brilliant. back as soon as the once clear in the U.S. for the playoffs. Brilliant. I, I, <laughs> I think that's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but I, I get where you're going with that. Eddie writes, is it weird that I was watching a replay of the Pats-Falcons Super Bowl and I was hoping the Falcons might actually pull it off? No, I do that too. I do that too. And by the way, I can't watch Arizona-Illinois-Arizona blow another 14-point lead. That's just like sticking daggers back into it all over again. I can't take it. Which When did they re-air that? Oh, I've, I've been seeing it all over the place. Oh, all no. Place. <laughs> it's like every other night you have a re-air it's of horrible. the same game. Yeah. And it's it's the Arizona-Illinois NCAA tournament game. It's like game. a nightmare. And uh, one more quick one here from Brendan who writes, I'm a, I'm a proponent of the world getting back to normal soon. However, what Dak did was counterproductive to us getting back to normal. He should be suspended indefinitely and serve that suspension in quarantine. <laughs> Dumbest move ever. Yeah, I don't think anyone should get suspended. I saw some people were a little bit hot about Tua's workout and how it, well, some people, Florio over at Pro Football Talk, whom I dig. But Dak I mean, Prescott also, because he was working out with. Um, um, go ahead. You're going to get it. Who, I forgot the wide Bryant. receiver. Yeah, that's Brian. So, um, but is that a big deal? Because they were work. Two people were working at it. Is that that big of a deal? Um, yeah, it, it is. It again. I, I say this, and people get mad, and I don't care if you get mad. It's the optics of it. I mean, really, whenever you have you know ten guys out there running, if it's just if now to me. The Des Bryant thing isn't that big of a deal, Arnie, because it was just a handful of them. Right, I think it becomes a big about, deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it becomes a big deal because it's Des Bryant. And then naturally, I've got my timeline blowing up with, oh, he's coming back to Dallas. They're going to bring Des back, even though Des has been out of the NFL for two years now. Right. No, no. I, I just meant it wasn't a big deal about okay. the whole social distancing working out with Des Bryant. I mean, he's throwing it downfield. It wasn't like they were you know, close to each other. They're just working. It would be no difference than if you and I were playing catch or something like that. Yeah, you know? I don't know if people were losing their mind about that, but they seem okay. to be pretty okay. upset about the Tua workout as well. Did I say one? I want to get one more in here for yeah. the tweets, and we'll get by or sell. Everyone was all over. I mean, all over the uh, the horse competition earlier. J.R. Wright. Oh, jeez. The horse competition had similar video quality to the Blair Witch Project was unwatchable. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Uh, I couldn't have sat through the whole thing, writes Rin Rin. 
Even if they were playing pig? Oh, I, I, I agree. And Steve writes, honestly, the production of late 70s, early 80s NBA games on CBS Sports at halftime was way better than tonight's ESPN horse production. Yeah, very disappointing. I expected more. It was giving me a headache. I wasn't kidding around. It was, <laughs> I know it, you're it, not. It was just kind of, it was. It was It was like just giving me a headache watching the thing. And I, I, I just can't believe they couldn't get better people. Nothing against the people that were involved now. But I'd like to get some bigger names. Give me something. I mean, something really. If you're going to go ahead and give me people that aren't playing anymore, then give me the Kareem Skyhook or something. Do, do something like that. Give me some names out there, you know? You know, it, it just, again, you and I opened the show with being careful about what you complain about. Right. It's just don't don't get too mad at restaurant right. workers right. and things like that. Right. Right. But in this instance, it's almost as if just just, you know, put a tone up or something, put an old game up. I mean, anything but this half assed thing that you're trying to put together. Well, we get it that everyone is challenged, but, but put some effort into it. But wait a minute, though. We, we love it. I still remember the winner from the one on one games and the horse games back in the 80s. Um, at halftime of the Sunday game. We still talk about that, how much we loved it. Why did we love it back then? Then do we? I mean, yes. I, okay. I, yes. It's the first I've heard of yeah. that. Really? <laughs> yeah. The first I've heard of us are still talking about it to this day. We had a horse I, competition I, I at halftime. I mentioned that Jeff Petrie won the one-on-one competition, <laughs> and, and I got people texting me like, "Oh, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that." Okay, I have no idea. But really? you can't even play. You can't play one-on-one. It's got to be horse. So well, I understand that, but I'm, I'm just saying they played horse also. That was one year one-on-one, and one year it was horse. Okay, I don't remember that. Of course, I I am about fifteen years younger than you, right? Somewhere in there. So maybe yeah, but I look younger. <laughs> right. I look exactly. Younger. I get that a lot. All right, listen, I, I we're not going to have time for buy or sell here, so I'm going to throw one more tweet. Bad job this, by you. This is a oh, we got plenty of time left. I mean, you've got like two picks, so I've got to fill that last segment too. Uh, Jordan writes, "What if Miami drafts Tua and Jalen Hurts?" Kind of go with the Redskins conversation from that must have been that must have been a typo. He probably meant or Jalen Hurts, right? It couldn't have been and. Why not? How many draft picks you guys got this year? One hundred three in the first. Or... Yeah, three in the first. I don't know how many in the second. Um, it's not going to happen because I, I really believe, um, and I've been saying this for months now. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and stay on this hill uh, that the Patriots will end up getting Jalen Hurts, whether they've got the trade up in the first round or maybe get him in the second round. They don't have a second round pick, but they have three third round picks. And I think they would do it to get somebody like him. I still think the Patriots will get Jalen Hurts. So the Dolphins have oh my gosh they're loaded as far as picks are concerned this year arnie i you remember the redskins we, we've talked about this before the redskins drafted robert griffin the third yep. with the second overall pick that's right and and who did they take later in the draft kirk cousins so I wouldn't say that it's beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah, but, for but you to take Hertz, another is, quarterback. Hertz is like a second round pick. So you're going to take a first rounder and a second rounder. Come on. That's that's too crazy. No, it would be. It would be. Yeah. And it would maybe involve him falling just a little bit. Three first rounders, two second rounders, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, uh, three fifth round picks, a sixth round pick and wow. seven 
Our three seventh round picks. You see what you know them to say the Patriots have to trade their picks because they can't. Even if they uh, took every one of their picks, they wouldn't have enough money under the cap to sign everybody. They've got to trade some of those picks. Oh, Arnie, the 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 salary cap. That's right. Doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Everyone everyone ends up (laughs) under the cap in the end. All right, Steve Desager, one final time tonight rolls into the Geico Fox Sports Radio. He's mad at me because I didn't give him the day off today, and I gave it to Bobo. But that's okay. (laughs) No, actually, that you brings a chuckle because Arnie actually think he wields <laughs> any power, power here. I gave Bobo the night off, did I not? Look at that. By the way, on the technical quality of the televised horse yeah. tournament, there was one tweet a uh, fan called it the Blair Hoops Project. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yes. Uh, more than one said, I appreciate the effort, but this is awful television. Another said, it's so, so low bad. tech, it's hilarious. Another said, worse than expected. There's got to be something better than this. And, and Trey Young's rim is like my buddy's rim. It's, the ball hits the rim and it just drops and it's a soft rim. I, I would have yeah. cheated and made it loosen and all that. Opposite of the carnival, in other words. Uh, tonight's first <laughs> yes. round of the yes. televised horse tournament, by the way, Chris Paul lost to the WNBA's Allie Quigley, so she'll play Zach Levine in the semis later this week. That's later this that week, one. people. So if you love low-tech, hard-to-watch, hard-to-bear, not really sports television. Mark your calendars because also Chauncey Billups against Mike Conley is one yeah, but of the Zach, semifinals. Zach went ahead and one of his shots was take the ball above the rim and drop it through because he didn't technically dunk it. Uh, is right, he no dunks that? here. Yeah. yeah, is he going to do that? I don't think she could get that high. and hit. The, oh, it's and, like the Bill Walton-style dunks at UCLA when they yes. had outlaw dunks in college basketball. Yes. Kind of lay it in and hope yeah. you don't get called for offensive goaltending. Yeah. Uh, it's Easter, so no virtual race for NASCAR today. The drivers, drivers will race at Virtual Richmond next Sunday on Fox TV and FS1, and the e-racing series is following this season's Cup Series schedule that's been suspended due to the pandemic. Dale Earnhardt Jr., by the way, lobbied to get into the virtual IndyCar race yesterday, got in, and finished third. Cool. Jr. was nominated this week for NASCAR's Hall of Fame. Only three from the list of 15 finalists there will be in the class of 2021. A reminder, NBA players will still get their full paychecks this next week. The next payday is the 15th, Wednesday, when the regular season would have ended, by the way. The commissioner had said there's no way for his league to even decide on a return until next month. And as we mentioned last night, some people in medicine wonder how can we have fans at sporting events if there's no vaccine for this new virus this year. Even a quarantine sports league that plays with no fans present might need everyone involved to be isolated for a couple weeks first and full testing for maybe non-essential jobs. We'll see. LSU forward Trendon Watford declared for the NBA draft but won't yet hire an agent. Stanford basketball gets a highly touted recruit from L.A. forward Zaire Williams. And uh, former golfer Doug Sanders passed away at the age of 86. He was runner-up at four majors, won 20 career PGA titles. Former Cubs infielder Glenn Beckert died at age 79, a native of Pittsburgh. Beckert had a career batting average of 283. He was an all-star for the Cubs four straight years through 1972. And yes, the NFL draft is less than two weeks away, and the Peter King report says the commissioner will announce the first-round selections from the basement of his New York home. As for the draftees, 58 of this year's top prospects have been sent cameras that will capture their reactions for the telecast. Guys, you were talking about uh, ratings for this draft. Yeah. They're going to be bigger than other years for the draft, right? Of course. That's what I asked Pike. He wouldn't say that, though. Mm. That's a no-brainer, mm. right? I would I hope so. I would hope so. But again, things that I thought would rate well haven't. Things that I thought would be horrible, like iRacing, have blown up. So I hope what I'm do they wrong. usually draw? What, what are the numbers on those things? I'll look that up. I know the iRacing, it was a couple weeks ago, 1.3 million. Last week, it was 1.2 million. 
And that's just astonishing, an astonishing number. So, no, the draft does a hell of a lot better than that, right? Oh, Much yeah, more. millions. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying as far yeah. as what sports TV passes for gotcha. these days, even that is getting over a million. Oof. So Crazy. Mm. Big time numbers. All right, DeSager, uh, have a great DeSager. night, man. Great. Uh, six million, apparently. Last, if you combine the networks, it was six million for the NFL draft. So a That's lower rating than Saturday Night Live at home got last night mm, at midnight. Good. I bet you they get like midnight. eight million this year. Yeah, I'll go with that. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. I know and you I'm, will. I'm making my whole family watch, too. Hey, uh, by the way, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Interesting. Um, Peter King's article just dropped, as it typically does, around this time. And as we kick off by ourselves, great job tonight, by the way, to Sager. Uh, just one quick headline that I saw here, Arnie. And I know you've kind of been living this who's going to pick number one lifestyle. Believe me, your Dolphins might go up there and get them. Quote, there's little chance the Bengals will trade out of the top pick. Joe Burrow makes too much sense for this long-term best interest of the franchise. But Cincinnati trading out of the top spot is not unprecedented for the Browns family. They have to go back to 1984. So I mean, if you want to go, if you want to go back to 84 and go, see, there's a chance. Go ahead, but no, uh, it, it, not look, looking good. It, it's not looking good. The only reason they would do it, it have to be with Miami. Miami has a plethora of picks out there. Did I say that word right? Did I use it right? You got it. Um, uh, look, you take the three first round picks from Miami, which was number five, and then the other two, I think one is 18 or it's around there and early 20s. Um, and then you take away their second and then a third. Uh, that could possibly work because then you can get Tua or Herbert or even if you want Jordan Love and he drops, you could take him with your second pick if you want to be that daring. You can get the quarterback that you want. There's a lot of quarterbacks, um, and you could certainly get a lot of picks to to rebuild your team. It's something to think about. I doubt they do it, but it's something to think about. So, Arnie, let's get after it. Buy or sell before I pay off my Bulls tease for you. Uh, You not only are a Dolphins fan, but you're also a Giants fan, Correct. Correct. Buy or sell, the Giants will do something that Dave Gettleman's never done in his history as a general manager and finally draft an offensive lineman in the first round. Are you buying that? No, I'm not going to buy that. Uh, no, you can't do that. You've got to go ahead and make a bigger splash. I'm not sold on Danny Dimes anyway. I was I was hoping they'd go in a different direction, but um, Gettleman, wh- whoever he takes, won't be his decision because they're going to get rid of him after this year anyway. So uh, his writing is on the wall. I wouldn't waste it with an offensive lineman. I've got to go in a different direction. They're okay at running back, um, obviously, with Saquon Barkley. I've got to sure up that defense, make sure I'm okay there, but um, I'm not taking an offensive lineman. You don't think Gettleman's making the call on the pick? He's absolutely no, making do, the call I think call he'll do what pick. he's told, you know what I mean? No, not if he's getting fired. I'd be like, bleep you, let's go get this guy. Well, uh, you, he's, you think he's the one that was all in on Danny Dimes? That was his decision? Of course not. That wasn't his decision. Are you being that was serious? Forced, right? That was forced, at once it was forced upon him. I mean, By who? Run. Well, after all the Manning stuff, oh, this guy's been... Um, been like uh, touted since the guy was in college, 
So when he was at Duke and all the talk about how great he was, so he's like, okay, the Mannings are vouching for him. They're shoving him down my throat. I'll take him. Do you think Daniel Jones is a franchise quarterback right now after what you've seen of him, Plank? Do you really? You think told so? me after two weeks that he was the greatest thing you've ever seen, so I'm yeah, going to go by it. what you said. Prove it, yeah. Prove um, that. So, okay, anyway. Yeah. Arnie, David Gettleman makes the calls in New York right now. I mean, well, I don't Get know. him fired right away because I can't wait another year then. Buy or sell, Justin Herbert will be drafted. Have to be for Tua Tungavaloa. Oh, I'm selling that. Stop that. Stop that. That's ridiculous. Why? Tua is a, because Tua could have been the number one pick had it not been for that injury, and I know that injury could all the talk about him dropping out of the top ten. I'm not buying that. It wasn't like, look, Herbert's a, a real good quarterback, but it wasn't like he did crazy numbers out there for the Pac-12. Um, no, Tua's too intriguing. Though, man, people are complaining about those injuries like crazy, but I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm saying I'm still sticking with okay. Tua. All right, you stick with Tua. It. Let's go then one more buy or sell in the draft. Buy or sell, Jordan Love could end up being the third. Or let me rephrase that because this is buy or sell. Buy or sell, Jordan Love will end up being the third quarterback taken in the draft. Well, it's going to be Burrow and Tua, one and two. If Jordan Love is taking over Herbert, I'd be surprised. I still think Herbert's going to be number three. But I do think that Jordan Love has worked himself into a top 12. Is that crazy? I didn't even know if he was no. going to be like a top 20. He could be a top 12 right now, the the way they're talking about him. So um, I know the Patriots are looking at him also. Maybe they'll trade up. But, but um, yeah, I would say he's going to be the – he may be the third quarterback taking over Herbert. I'm not so sure about that. We'll have to wait and see. But I, he may have worked himself into the top 12. Todd McShay has been all over that. And then finally, Arnie, buy or sell next Sunday night when you and I reconvene here on Fox Sports Radio, we will have learned something we never knew about Michael Jordan's last season with the Bulls when the final ride makes its debut because everybody bullied in ESPN into releasing this early. The Michael Jordan documentary, first time that it airs, is next Sunday night. Buy or sell, we'll have something that comes out of that that's going to blow our minds. 100% Ooh, we will. And like we'll it. be able to eat that and talk about that for until the season starts again. So, um, yeah, we'll get some great nuggets from that. We'll, we'll chew that up, though doubt about that i you know what i'm actually a seller on that i think it's going to be what? a big dud i think we're going to no. come and be like oh great awesome you guys love the bulls no. Guess what? so did we that. so did we we like them too michael jordan was great all right when we come back because nothing that we builds up build up ever ends up being as good as it's supposed to be that's me i'll be the hater in all of this no. all right when we come back arnie's got picks yep. allegedly we'll yep. all find out together with arnie and plank on fox sports radio Final segment, Big Ben Mallard coming up next to kick off the week. I want to thank Don Brown. Great job, Don, on the Wheels of Steel tonight. Lead a lap. Good guest list with John Middlecoff in hour one, also James Rapine in hour two. If you missed anything, you can get it on the podcast, foxsportsradio.com, or search iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio Weekends, and thanks to Steve DeSager on updates all night long. Arnie, why is, uh, why is everyone bugging you to fill in for Ben? I thought you were done with that. I thought you. Were I have. Done, I haven't filled in for Ben in oh boy, uh, like six years. It's, every time they ask me, I I come up with some cockamamie excuse that I can't do it. I just I just don't do it. Mm. So getting still getting asked, but turning it down is what you're well, saying. Well, you know, it's mostly the Maller militia that ask me, and 
They just uh, want to attack me, so I'm I'm like no. Why? What did you do to get off on such a bad foot with the Maller militia? That's what well, we got into about. it one night. It was great. It was awesome. Matter of fact, I even pulled the thing like, you know what? I'm out of here. Ben's coming in to do the last two hours, and we played an opening, an old opening from Ben reading a thing, and people were like he really left. He really left. What a wuss! And I'm like ah, you know. I- <laughs> Came back. It was pretty funny. I, I got the best <laughs> oh, of them on that gosh. one. Well, with that in mind, Big yes. Ben is in coming up next, but Arnie Spaniers right here right now with his pick. So I don't know what you're picking, but take it away, Stinky. Give genius. me a little music. Put me in the mood. I'm already too late on the Madden 20 simulation. I was going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers plus six and a half against New England, but that game was yesterday. So you're <laughs> that one came out, don't you? <laughs> I don't even know where these games are on at. I don't even know where you can find the final score. But. And at Pittsburgh plus six and a half over New England, over under 48. And the Vikings were a three and a half point favorite over the Texans, over under 47 and a half. But those games were yesterday. But I, if I didn't tell you that, you never would have known. I could have made uh, a pick. Just, you could have just picked them, and I would have had no idea. Uh, I'm not. Sh- I'll do one draft uh, pick for you. We'll see the Lamb be drafted. Uh, I know that, but just one of them. Will C.D. C. Lamb be drafted uh, over or under 12 and a half? I think he'll be drafted later, later really? than 12 and a half. And my sources tell me the San Francisco 49ers are interested. Well, of course they're interested. They want a wide receiver. Um, Gosh, I take it out away from me. No, 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 not at all. I, I think that's dead on. What if he goes at 12? Then you would get the under, right? Right. Then it would be the 12. under. So he's either going to go. 11, 12, or 13, so. I took the over. Uh, The Belarusian Premier League in Belarus. Oh, my gosh. FC Minsk. 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 Yeah, that's it. Plus a half a goal. Love them. And I love the over two and a half. When these two teams get together, you could throw out the record. They'll score a lot. So, And also the Taiwanese Football Premier League. I like uh, Hang Yen. Minus two in that game. Um, could be a low-scoring game, but I am i don't even know what that is. But I'm just going to take them anyway. Minus the two. Are you sure you're saying that right? No, but that's okay. You don't know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> hey, you're so right. What difference I'm, does just it make? Making, I'm just making sure. And I don't want to say anything that we need to dump or anything. That's what no, I'm no, worried and, about. And the Russian Pro Short Hockey League. Gotta love Kingstown. Plus the one and a half. Gotta love them. I think they pull off the upset. Don't want the one and a half. Don't need the one and a half. I'll take the one and a half. Kingstown with the victory. So there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. Remember, they're no longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. Uh, I, I'm I'm proud of you for for finding something that you could could bet on. I really wanted to do the Vikings Texans, but I don't know who won that game yesterday. <laughs> I don't even know. How are you finding these numbers? I go to mybookie.com, pull it up, and just go to the sports book, and you'll see all these numbers. If, it's if right there. That, that might yeah, be Patriots issue. six and a half point favorite over the Steelers, over under forty eight. I would have definitely taken the Steelers on that one. Straight up simulation, though, right? Right? Yeah. Is that kind of? <laughs> do they not Love have it. sliders or anything like that on it? <laughs> what level is the game being played on? That's what I want to know. These are all things that are really important to me, Arnie. Really important to me. All right, uh, listen. Great job tonight. Couple tweets before we get out of here and hand it off to Big Ben. Yeah. Uh, let's see where we. Oh. Paul writes, what are the odds that Goodell's children will boo him? I'm willing to put a grand down. 
<laughs> you have him run downstairs, kind of let dad have it a little bit. I'm down with that. Uh, Bose writes, split squad Astros games should start. Which team can cheat best? All right, so you have two Astros. Whoa, whoa. There's a th- Now, when we get into this Grapefruit Cactus League thing, right, we're not right. worrying about – we're not worrying at all about split squads, right? That's not an issue here, is it? No. Because, why, all yeah. right, just making sure. That spring training, that confuses me. Uh, Mike, Mike Renland finally back. He writes, uh, I went to the doctor today, and his advice was if you wear a Giants or Dolphins jersey, you won't catch anything. Stay safe. <laughs> I think that's not bad advice, Arnie. I think that's not bad advice. And one more from Eddie. Eddie yeah. writes, SNL may have been the lamest show ever during the COVID-19 quarantine. Wow. Hasn't been funny for a long time, and now just throw in canned laughter in a Zoom session to put the nail in the coffin? Ouch. Ouch. How dare bit. you? How dare oh. you? And then, Lou, and then Lou writes, the L.A. Clippers coach, Doc Rivers, said he is confident that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George will return to NBA action in top condition, ready for a title run. Meanwhile... Giannis not playing basketball because he has no access to a hoop at home. Yeah, there you Sounds go fair. on that. Good job there. <laughs> Arnie, stay safe this week, man. Have a fun week. Uh, enjoy your next movie watching. For Arnie, for the crew back in the Los Angeles studios, I'm Chris Plank. Ben is next. We're back next Sunday night on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.